What's up guys, this is Wences. Welcome back to my channel where we talk about personal development for INFJs and how to create an epic life on your terms. Today we're talking about the invisible INFJ. What is that all about? Is it about other people not seeing you or is it about you feeling like you're invisible? Like your life is taking place somewhere outside of reality. It isn't really happening. Not only that others cannot see what you're experiencing and what you're creating, you yourself feel invisible. That's a typical INFJ. Thing. And the reason for that is our capacity to dissociate. See, dissociation isn't inherently bad. It helps us a lot when it comes to fulfilling long-term visions. We can detach from reality due to our introverted intuition and be able to hold on to something, although reality doesn't show us that this is happening right now. This is one of the reasons why INFJs are so tenacious and why we are long-term visionaries. Because we not only have the idea, we also have the capacity to pull through. So, but on the other hand, why is it then something negative? Why is it something that we don't want? We don't want that because no matter what you achieve in your life, no matter if you're able to have an amazing career, if you have like this perfect relationship, all of this is just on paper. You know, you can say, okay, what is society thinking and saying would be a success? What would be a great life? Well, it would be to have a great job at this company, to be in a relationship with somebody for more than a year, to you know go on vacations whatever you think society wants from you but does that equate to you being happy well most of us INFJs would say no and this is actually one of the main breaking points that led me to changing my life because it was all great on paper I was not able to experience all of that and the reason for this is dissociation the reason for this is that I was invisible to myself I didn't experience any of that it was all happening happening out of a blur. I remember vividly how when all of this started, like the INFJ phenomenon online, like, you know, seven years ago, and there were pages that quoted famous INFJs. And one of the things was, I'm always the outsider. Everything is happening outside of me. And I thought, okay, so this is actually how we are. This is how it has to be, but it's not that way. I now that I've studied this for so many years and I've used this in boot camp and with my coaching clients, you know, there is another way to do this so we can hold on to a vision make it happen but at the same time also experience all of it feel like we're having that INFJ epic life no matter what you have it doesn't matter if it feels yeah to you so before we get there I want you to remind you though that tomorrow we're having our free INFJ epic life masterclass it's happening on YouTube you can also ask your questions and with that we also launch the next bootcamp you can get access to the early bird price if you sign up for the waiting list and every single one who signs up to the bootcamp within the hour of the masterclass enters to win one free coaching session with me. So back to the topic. We know dissociation for INFJs can be a good thing and it can be a negative thing. The good thing is we can forget the fact that right now nobody believes in us. We can forget about the fact that our reality doesn't represent what we want. But on the other hand, if we do that, we're also never experiencing life. It sort of goes by and we're just stuck and feel like nothing is happening. So how do we find that balance? How do we find that perfect place where we get to create our dream and on the journey, we're also experiencing that. So the main point to this is to understand that we have cut off our emotions. We have done this because we can. If something happens outside of you, let's say somebody's mad at you, you get triggered. Very normal reaction because back in the day,
day, maybe one of your parents got mad at you for something and you always thought, oh, I can't really face that pain. At that time, we're not able to comprehend everything that's going on. We can definitely not heal it and feel it. I mean, we're children. See, most of the things that we store in our body, and this is not some esoteric thing, you'll see this every single time somebody gets mad at you or it's the same emotion that you get triggered by, you will always feel it in the same spot. You will feel it in your stomach, you'll feel it in your chest, you'll feel it in your throat. There are some patterns here. You know, people say when it comes to your throat, if you are angry and you're suppressing anger, that's where you're going to feel it. Or if you're not voicing something, you know, your chest is very often if you're afraid of abandonment. So it's a kind of like sadness that is built here, grief. And stomach is fear of, oh, okay, I'm going to get abandoned or I'm going to get in trouble. Therefore, I'm going to lose love. So fear, grief, sadness, and anger, just like as a ballpark. So this is real. And this is also something we have taken on from a very early age, because I can guarantee you, even if you have two INFJs, if the same exact situation happens to both of them, some of them will have an emotional reaction. Some of them won't. And I'm not just talking about they won't have an emotional reaction because they're dissociating from their emotions. Let's say two healthy INFJs who are in touch with their emotions get to experience the same situation. Not everybody's going to feel the same way because we might not have a story around it. If you never experience somebody being angry at you for you just being yourself, you're not going to get triggered by it. If this happens because your friend gets mad at her mom and you just experience this and then that evokes an emotion in you, right? So this is the first thing to understand. We dissociate because we can. Very often, this is the quick fix to our pain. Something happens outside of us, it triggers us. What is our first natural reaction if we're not actively thinking about it? We hide, we dissociate, we just don't experience that pain. That is a very typical INFJ reaction. Again, because we can. We can do this very easily because we can go back into our mind. We can live in our NI world. This is our go-to. So this is a fight or flight response. You react out of instinct. This is what we do. Once we know this, what do we do with that information? Well, first off, we acknowledge it. We understand that this is happening. And then we ask ourselves, okay, if I remove myself from this emotional reaction, what happens? Two things. Number one, you don't get to feel the emotion actively and take it for what it is because you're not experiencing these emotions because Anna yelled at Nicole and therefore you felt that was going on and it made you really uncomfortable. This is just a way of you projecting something that you're carrying with you to begin with. I mean, whatever they're feeling, it doesn't mean that you have to feel it. First off, you subconsciously decide to focus on those two and not on some other people. And second of all, it's something that you have a problem with. If there's certain things that have no meaning to you, that have no emotional reaction towards you, you're not going to experience that. So that's the first thing. We take ourselves out of the possibility of experience the pain for what it is, which is this is an old emotion. I need to actually feel it. I need to stop rationalizing and thinking about what it is, but really connect to my emotions. David R. Hawkins talks about this a lot, that this is one of the ways to release something that's been there for years that we don't think, oh, this is Anna saying this, or my boss is mad at me or whatever it is, but to say, okay, I feel it in my chest. It's an uncomfortable feeling. I want to hide from it because it it's bad. It's, it's uncomfortable. It's yeah, it doesn't feel good, but we're doing that. So if we would allow this to happen, we would experience this pain and we would actually 
grieve it. We would allow that this actually happened. It happened that back as a child, you experienced something where you weren't able to comprehend what was going on and it did hurt you. And instead of reliving this trauma over and over again, trying to fix it subconsciously, because that's what we do, we wanna feel it, then we pull away. We continuously do this in the hope to have a different emotional reaction. So we're not gonna do this anymore. We're going to stay in our emotions. We're gonna feel this and you actually wanna amp it up. You wanna say, okay, this emotion, let it be as strong as it possibly can. I wanna experience it. And I'm looking at it from a positive reaction. What a wonderful feeling it is to feel sad or angry or whatever it is, because you know that because you experience, you get to heal it once and for all. And what happens once you do that? You start associating more with your inner emotional world because you can handle it. Before that, it's like too much going on. It's too intense. You can't really take it on. There's not just this one emotion. There are like all of these stories that we're carrying within us. And we as INFJs, who are first off empathetic, second of all, can associate so well, gather these things so much over the years that we have been a master in dissociating from it. And even if you dissociate from a perspective of, oh, I don't want to feel that anger, you're also dissociating from feeling joy, from feeling happiness, from feeling excitement. You experience everything at the same emotional level to what you allow. If you don't allow yourself to feel sadness in a certain capacity because you feel like you can't handle it, you're also not going to experience joy at a certain capacity. That's why when you are not willing to take on this dissociation, you feel so invisible. You feel like no matter what I do in my life, I don't have an emotional connection to it. So we know what to do. We need to make that happen. We need to experience the pain that is going on around us continuously so we can feel it, we can heal it, so it never triggers us again. And then we are not gonna project those feelings on there. And on top of that, we get more access to our emotions. So that's the one thing. The other thing is to say, okay, I'm also dissociating, not just from my emotions, but I'm dissociating from reality. I'm not really living in what's going on outside of me, like right here in my living room, in my town, with what's been going on. And we do that again, because we can't. We're really good at dissociation and we do that because our environment doesn't show us what we want. Yes, we can think in our mind of, okay, this is what I want, but we at the same time are not tapping into reality. And if you do that, you're not gonna bridge that gap. This is so important and so difficult for a lot of INFJs to get to because nobody talks about it. But I believe once you understand this concept, we all can access it. So why is it so important to bridge that gap between reality and our vision? Because in order to make that vision reality, we have to start from where we're at. It's totally okay to be at a point and to associate that much that we say, okay, I'm okay with people not believing that I'm going to create something special. I'm okay with people not seeing my potential. That's okay. That is something that is healthy for you to dissociate with. There's no need to continuously think about people judging you, mistreating you, whatever it is. But we are going to, of course, continuously do this until we're okay with that emotion, okay? So it's one thing to talk about emotions, but it's also about accepting our reality. Reality. This is painful. It's painful to look at your life and say, what if my life would never get better than how it is right now? I would have the same job I have right now. I would have the same financial situation and my relationships would be just the same. I'd still have that uncomfortable relationship with let's say one of my relatives. And at the same time, I'm not really happy in my romantic life. What if it never got any better? 
See, we don't ever want to think about it. We always think like, okay, one day it's going to be better. And in a lot of ways, if we think about, okay, think positive thoughts, why would we want to think that? Again, the reason why we don't face that, why we don't want to think in that direction is because we can't accept reality. We can't make that be something that is going to be it because then we would have to face our emotions. We would have to face the fact that we've gotten ourselves to this position, that our life is boring, that our life is dark, that there isn't the joy and the excitement and the success we always dreamed about. But why is that so important? It is important because in order to grow, we have to accept what is. If we're not attaching ourselves, if we're not anchoring ourselves in to what is going on right now, we cannot create a reality that gets better and better and gets closer to our vision. We have our vision and then we have reality. If we want to create our vision, we have to start with what reality is currently. And always keep in mind my vision, that's where I'm heading towards. This is what I'm leaning towards. I'm going to take steps to make that happen. It doesn't work if you don't start where you're at right now. You might say from a law of attraction position or from this infuse yourself with positivity mindset, this is not the right way to go, but it is because Experiencing emotions is something that might be hard, but guess what? We can do hard things. And once you do that, you're over it. You face those emotions. So what happens if you have an uncomfortable emotion and you don't turn on the TV so you can escape? You don't push it down and think about other things. You don't do any of that. You actually let it happen. If you're able to confront yourself with these emotions, yes, it's going to be a very uncomfortable day. But guess what? The day goes by, you start looking at that emotion, you face it, you feel it, and then you heal it. You let it go. We've all had heartbreaks. We've all experienced things that were just painful. At some point you heal from this, but you cannot heal if you don't confront it. And again, remember, nothing is going to happen if you allow those emotions to rise up. Nothing bad at least. You're just going to be able to stay in control and to know, okay, I'm going to allow so much of this emotion to enter my sphere and what I'm willing and able to take on right now so I can still stay in control and be okay with this discomfort. And our mind wants to protect us, so it's not going to take on more than you can actually handle. But it's on us to continuously choose to make that step and not to dissociate. And so the good thing, if you think about, okay, what if life never got any better? There are two things that happen. First off, you actually start healing what is. Because yes, maybe your life will get better in the future, but the point is you're not appreciating your current situation and you're not appreciating it because in order to appreciate, you first have to accept it. And we're so afraid of accepting it because our current status isn't what we want it to be. And this is a practice you can continuously do. And this is what I had to do when I first started this journey. And it was probably the most painful thing out of everything that I thought, okay, let me look like at my life, not what I think it's going to be or what my vision is or what thing will save me, but what is going on right now? Again, I didn't like how my life was. I didn't like the fact that I didn't have people who understood me, people who were close to me. And I first off had to accept that. 
because then the next step is gratitude. And gratitude isn't some like airy fairy, oh, I wanna feel all great thing. This is a strategy because you can only create more of what you already have. That's how our mind works. That's how it works with whatever it is, your vocation, your finances, your relationship, the amount of excitement you feel in your life. That's how our mind works. We focus on something positive or negative, And if we focus on that, we can create more of that. That's why I always say, if you have 95% of your day suck and you have 5% that are great, which are maybe the coffee in the morning, you have to focus on those 5%. Focusing on those 95% that suck aren't going to make the difference. We need to increase those 5%. So maybe it's not just the coffee. Then you also include a little walk around the city. Then you include that you call a friend up. Then you include that you do something nice for yourself in the evening. Whatever it is, we increase this capacity for creating abundance and creating the life that we want, the INFJ epic life. This is something that we talk about in bootcamp a lot. And we take it on because once you understand this, this is a continuous cycle that you just go through. You say, okay, this is where I'm at today. I accept what is, and then I start appreciating it. Because no matter how much your reality sucks right now, you know there are people who have it worse than you. And very often we rationalize it and we say, yeah, yeah, I should be okay. You know, everything is great. Or we still think about, well, but others are doing so much better than me. It seems so easy for them. This is not going to work. It never has because we continuously, subconsciously are focused on negative things. And we have 60,000 thoughts during the day. Most of them are subconscious. So you cannot do this through discipline. You have to do it by working on your subconscious mind. And we as INFJs have the capacity to do this rather easily once we understand the concept. Because again, we can use dissociation. We can dissociate from the fact that, okay, Anna just said this to Nicole and that's why I feel this way. We can dissociate from this really easily. We can understand, no, this is not why I feel it. Maybe they're angry at each other, but I feel this because on a subconscious level, I choose to project those emotions that I'm carrying with me on that situation. I can associate from that and see what this is really about and just experience the emotion without the thoughts behind it. So if you do this, you can create an amazing balance between I accept what is, because I accept it, I start enjoying it. I start telling to myself, I right now have everything to feel as happy as I could ever be. If I had more money, if I had a relationship, if I had whatever it is in my life that you think is going to be your solution, you're not gonna be happier than you are right now. Maybe you will, but the reason for it isn't going to be because you have these things. It's because you have learned how to feel visible. You have learned how to take charge of those emotions and create them. And if you know that even if you were all by yourself, right now and it would always stay the way it is right now, you could tap into that part of you who enjoys this, who feels free, who feels amazing. And once you do this, you then create more and more. You can dissociate from the fact that things are going on outside of you that have no influence on you. You don't need to be thinking about things that are keeping you from your goal. You need to focus on what is making you happy and what is going to make you get to the next level. Face your emotions, face your reality and the emotions attached to that and you'll see how you start not only feeling visible, you don't feel like life is happening outside of you, you're an outsider, none of that. You feel like life is happening for you on your terms and you're not just pretending to live in somebody else's dream or you're playing by the rules that society gives you and you know, you would feel better. 
You know that this doesn't work, but what does work is that you start creating your INFJ epic life. And it starts with these things. Face your emotions, face reality, the emotions attached to this reality, look at it from a perspective of gratitude and improve your current reality to get closer to what your vision is. Not necessarily that we have to create that vision right now, but that we have a step that is just a little bit closer to that. Remember guys, tune in to tomorrow's workshop. It's going to be live here on YouTube, the INFJ Epic Life Masterclass. We're talking about the strategies behind the five pillars to an INFJ Epic Life. We're also launching our next bootcamp with this. The first call is going to be one week after that. And you get access to an early bird price if you sign up for the waiting list. And everybody who signs up within that hour of the masterclass enters to win one free coaching session with me. And if you wanna watch another video now that is in alignment with today's topic, then watch the video on why INFJs dissociate from reality. Like always guys, I wish you a wonderful day, a great week, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye.